The MC's Country Cafe Coaches Show with Jeff Blankman. Thank you very much, Lance, and welcome to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Here, going to be talking with Craig Rowetter here in just a moment from the Carroll football team. We'll also have Ryan Steinkamp with the Kemper football team, Michaela Klink with the Carroll volleyball team, Rusty Wintermote with the Kemper volleyball team, Thomas Nelson with the Kemper cross country team, and Deb Danner, the Carroll girls swim coach, all joining us here this morning. But let's start off with last night's scoreboard. We'll start Class 1A District 8. Kemper rolls by West Monona 57 6. Trainer beats Isak 55 to nothing. Underwood knocks off MVAO COU 68 to 12. Class 3A District 1. Carroll cruises by Boydenall Rock Valley 35 nothing. Bishop Heelan edges MOC Floyd Valley 7 to 6. And Sergeant Bluff Luton downed at Sioux Center 28 to 6. Class 1A District 2. South Central Calhoun rallies down at halftime to beat Eagle Grove 49 14. South Hamilton knocks off Woodward Granger 38 14. And Manson Northwest Webster cruises by Belmont Clemmy 42 to Six Class A District Eight. I.K. Manning falls to Tri Center forty-four nothing. Woodbury Central blanks Lawton Bronson forty-two nothing. It was Hinton over Westwood of Sloan thirty-two to six, and it was Loma over Missouri Valley forty-one to eight. Eight-man District One. Arweva beat Siouxland Christian forty-four twenty. Glidden Ralston knocks off River Valley forty-six fourteen. Newell Fond over Kingsley Pearson forty-eight twenty-eight, and Remsen St. Mary's over St. Edmund sixty-three to nothing. Eight-man District at ten. Caminita defeated. Audubon 42-8. West Harrison knocks off Coon Rabbits Baird 35-18. It was Bedford downing Xyro Corn Kimlin 30-26. And Woodbine slides by Booyer Valley 32-21. We'll be back with more of the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up here in just a moment. Again, complete scores from last night available on the Brinks Experience Sports Report. That's at sports.1380kcm.com. We've got it broken down by our area districts. Then a complete full scoreboard from around the entire state of Iowa. So any score you need, you'll be able to find on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network website and at radio station website. Again, last night's games podcasted as well. Our player of the game pictures up on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network social media sites as well. And last night's a New Way Auto Group scoreboard show also podcasted for you as well. Craig Rowetter coming up next. Carroll Football right here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. It's that time of the year for comfort food. And you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East in Carroll. Since 1933, Dries Company has been proud to serve the Carroll area's appliance, HVAC, plumbing, and electrical needs. And now it's time to celebrate. Join Dries Company from September 22nd through the 29th as we celebrate the grand reopening of our expanded office on Carroll Street. Door prizes daily, as well as some amazing vendors, totally rolled ice cream, sweets by Janelle, wow donuts, Marlene's cakes, and more. Make sure to follow us on Facebook to see all the fun things that we have planned. Dries Company Open House Celebration, September 22nd through the 29th. We are here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Again, Jeff Blackman. We're going to be talking here in just a second with Carol Tiger Head Coach Craig Rowetter. Uh, Ryan Steinkamp from Kemper going to join us in just a little bit. We'll also talk volleyball, of course, uh, cross country and swimming coming up 
yet this hour do have to be done at 9 o'clock this morning as we do have Iowa State football right at 9 o'clock this morning. They're kicking at 11 with pregame at 9. Coach, I waited a second to kind of give you a moment to kind of, you know, get that smile off your face, but a 35 to nothing. A victory over Boynton Hall Rock Valley. Congratulations again. I talked with you after the game for the scoreboard show last night. What a performance by your ball club. Congratulations on that. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. You know, all the all the credit goes to the kids. They they uh, executed all night long, and you know, same thing with my assistant coaches. It's it's uh, it's it's fun, you know, working with all those guys. And when the, the plan comes together, um, it makes for a good night. Well, it's it's a great thing to give the kids credit for going out and executing, coach. But you guys, as coaching staff, uh, drew up a pretty good game plan last night. Uh, took charge of the football game early. We talked about those early turnovers last night, and we'll get to those in just a second. But one of the things I didn't talk with you much on the scoreboard show about last night was your running game was really good last night. Cooper Ludwig was outstanding early. You got Zygmunt going. Jack White had a couple of really nice runs, including an option uh, for a touchdown where he showed his speed. But there was a lot of times where your backs or your quarterback, whoever was carrying the ball, wasn't being touched for four or five yards down the field. Those guys up front really got a push. Yeah, they, you know, it's that's kind of been a bright spot. Um, it, was, it was a big question mark uh, coming into the season, I think. And um, and like I said, they, I think it's we surprised some people week one uh, with the run game, but and it all started up front. You know, we uh, we did get. Uh, Caleb Vander hiding back, you know, at the guard spot um, a couple weeks ago, and he hasn't skipped a beat. We, uh, um, you know, and but then we're still that that did Jaden Flues kind of rotating in now instead of starting as one of our sophomores, but we're still starting two sophomores: Logan Mankin at center and uh, Noah Henner's at tackle, and you know, those two kind of get yeah, everybody kind of knows Colton Wheeland <laughs> being. <laughs> You know the main puller, and he's kind of the the engine behind that line. Um, you know, Trevor Schroeder's another big body up there with our seniors. But um, you know, I can't can't say enough about those those young guys, and then the older guys too that are mentoring them. You guys got the ball first, had a really nice drive, went down and punched one in. Um, were you surprised that, uh, and you knew they were coming with pressure up the middle, you had talked to me about that earlier in the week. But were you surprised at how well you guys were able to get the edges with Cooper early? Yeah, we, you know, and, and we did. We, we game plan for that. And, uh, you know, again, up front, our guards, we, we kind of thought they'd key our guards a little more. Um, as far as, so we did actually, uh, I don't want to say we were false pulled, but we, we did some things with our, our poles. Um, so it wasn't always going right to where we were running. And, but it didn't really, it seemed like they were just bringing pressure to bring pressure. Um, and through a couple of our line calls and, um, you know, checking into the, the right play. Some of that was based on alignment. If they were sitting somewhere, then Jack got us into a, a wider play. And uh, you know, and the nice thing too, both Reese, both Reese and Cooper, it seemed like they were always falling forward um, for yes. the yard, and that was huge. Get that nice drive early, then you get the ball right back. Defense created a couple of early picks last night. Uh, got you guys the ball back. Didn't matter if you had to draw the length of the field or, or, or you know, a short field because of the interception. The offense just kind of continued to churn last night. Yeah, and again, all the all the credit to those guys, the kids on the field. They, uh, you know, they they believe in who we are. I think, um, you know, that's kind of that's going to be our identity. The um, we're going to try getting four five yards a shot, and if that's all we get, we're fine with it. Um, <laughs> 
you know, just a couple few times we got behind the sticks. Um, and we actually did come out of it a couple times. But, you know, as long as we don't have that loss on first down and, and get those positive yards, the kids just believe in what we're doing. And I, and I think that's the biggest thing. When the, when the kids are confident in, in the play calls, um, they're going out there and executing at a high level. Got to bring up Cooper's touchdown run on the first one. You guys score, get it called back due to a penalty. He looks like he's dead to water in the backfield and somehow breaks a tackle, spins out of it, gets to the edge, shows some good speed and some power to get into the end zone. But uh, what a really good run to open things up to get that first score. Yeah, we were trying to get a little cute. Um, With the pressure they were bringing, uh, we actually turned that. That was kind of an inside shovel pass is what it ended up being, but they brought the they brought pressure right where we pulled, and it actually Colton Whelan almost tackled Cooper in the back. That's how he got <laughs> caught up, and then they had him by the jersey, and he spun around. And you know, I think again, I've I've, I've said it multiple times, but that wrestling background, you know, Cooper, a just being tough and and the balance, um, you know, that that provides, kind of showed there. And then um, he always he still thinks he's faster than me, but he he did hit the edge there and got him. <laughs> Up nineteen to nothing at halftime. What did you tell the guys? Um, actually, the guys kind of took care of it themselves. They knew that it was far from over. Um, you know, not to let their foot off the gas, and we had, we had to play a full a full half um, after that. We just again, I don't. Seeing the score, I don't think anyone truly appreciates how good I think Boynton Hole Rock Valley really is. Um, they're very capable of putting up. 19 no problem in a half so there was no in fact i was i was still contemplating stuff in the fourth quarter when it was 35 (laughs) nothing i was still not at ease (laughs) coach they got to had the ball late in the first half and you guys got to stop they got it to start the second half got to stop as well as everybody knows defense played fantastic again last night getting the shutout how critical was that to get that stop right away to start the half and then go down and punch another one in that was huge, um, you know, and that's what I said. The defense all night—they—they they rose to the occasion. Um, They—it—it it takes a lot of work on those uh, scout cards, especially when they're shifting from one formation to another, and you're trying to get—you get frustrated with Coach Wardell. Kind of gets the uh, the job of running the scout team with the, the cards, and there's some frustration involved with that. But um, you know, third week in a row, the scout guys really giving us a good look and you know when they were uh, throwing routes we were in the right spots because because of the look our, our young guys are giving us at practice um you know so credit to the the defense uh for being prepared but the those scout guys gave us a good look all week coach what was the celebration like for this team after the game or was it very businessman-like where okay one game down next game coming up next week yeah, they were excited, which they should have been. I told them to be excited and enjoy it. Um, you know, we got Batcher. I already uploaded the film last night and got back, got to work <laughs> um, going ahead. But I told them to enjoy it this weekend. But, you know, we it's, again, it, it's been a while since um, we've had that result against the Quality Ball Club. Um, so they, they have every right to enjoy it. But, you know, the job's not done. We, we talked, we had five rock fights to go at the beginning of the of that week and uh, we were one and oh there so we got four more rock fights coming up and we're ready to you know do the same thing and healing opened up some eyes last night by knocking off moc seven to six um so there's 
there's not going to be a night off. Uh, you know, I think some people thought Healing was down. Um, of course, I'm thinking those probably same people didn't think that we were going to be in the result that we did last night either. Coach, you guys head up to Healing. Uh, got to go back on the road after two weeks at home. Uh, you talked a little bit about their win last night. Uh, what have they got coming back from last year, and what's been working for them this year that you know of? Um, you know, they they did return a lot. They played a lot of sophomores last year. It took some it took some lickings, you know, from from a tough from a tough district. Uh, so, and it, heck, it took us the last second play, uh, you know, to beat them a year ago at our place. So. Um, they're looking to return the favor, I think. they It'll be their homecoming, um, so they'll be all fired up and probably have a big crowd for that. But, you know, I I haven't even jumped on film at all for them. I, I, they have a new coach from a year ago, so it's going to be kind of back to square one for us as far, as far as the scouting goes. But it'll be nice. We'll just, we have five films on them, and, and we'll get looking at that. Well, Coach, enjoy watching the film while you're over at the volleyball tournament in Nevada today, watching Olivia and the girls play. Congratulations again on the win last night. Thanks very much for joining us here this morning. Yep, appreciate everything, Jeff, and go Tigers. Head coach Craig Rowender again with the Carroll Tigers. Again, they rolled by Boyden Hole Vac Rock Valley last night, 35 to nothing. That final score. We'll step away, take a break. Ryan Steinkamp set to join us next here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Lens Insurance and Grinnell Mutual understand the value of teamwork. That's why we applaud the accomplishments of our hardworking student athletes in our community. Every achievement, big and small, is worth celebrating. Trust in teamwork, trust in tomorrow. Contact Lens Insurance, your local Grinnell Mutual agent, at 792-1700 today. Lens Insurance and Real Estate, we're your winning. Trust in Tomorrow is a registered trademark of Grinnell Mutual Reinsurance Company. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Ryan Steinkamp, the head football coach with the Kemper Knights, joining us as they moved to 5-0 and on the season last night. Remain undefeated as well in district play with a big 57-6 victory at West Monona. Coach, first, congratulations. Second, thanks for joining us here this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, Coach, I've heard some, I I don't know if this is a young kid tournament anymore, but uh, some sick numbers um, from a game before. But uh, Nick Brinks was telling me 16 plays in the first half, seven touchdowns in the first half. Those are sick numbers uh, in in a good way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the kids executed well. You know, we got good field position um, right right away, had a a block punt, um, recovered a a kick on a kickoff. So, yeah, the kids kids did well, executed executed great. uh, O-line did a great job getting our guys time, and the kids just went out there and made plays. So is there a way you didn't score tonight? That might be the easier question. I think all, all of our touchdowns were on offense. Okay. They, we didn't have any special teams or defense. We just got a couple good turnovers deep in the field and then it capitalized right away. Let's start with the defense then. How well did the defense play? What did they do well? Oh, we did well. You know, they, West Monona might run the, one of the best counters. I mean, they, they ran that play over and over again. They, they got chunk yards. Sometimes we stopped it, sometimes we didn't. So kudos to them. They, they run it very, very well. Um, but we, we made adjustments to that. The D-line did, and they did a good job of it. And then we filled, we filled the gaps, too. And secondary um, did a great, great job uh, being aggressive, you know, talking about situations and knowing who to cover and whatnot. So um, hats off to the kids. Did they move the ball on you then early in the game, the way it sounds? They, they, they had a couple first downs on, on a few drives, yeah. So we, we had to make a couple adjustments in there, just kind of help our kids out a little bit, get them in the right, get them in the right spot, and um, uh, then they executed very well. 
most of your offensive drive sounds like big plays of seven touchdowns on six plays or 16 plays, excuse me, or were there just a lot of really short drives? Um, it's good, you know, good field position always helps. And then um, a few, you know, I think like a couple long touchdowns, a couple about 15, 20 yards, things like that. So um, just kind of, kind of a variety of running and passing. You know, the passing game was clicking early. You know, both quarterbacks did a great job. Receivers ran good routes, made uh, good plays. Take us through that pass game. What was working for you? Um, you know, we, we ran a nice screen play to Chris Moore. Um, something we've been working on. It's great to see that. And then, um, you know, Ben Gurkin had good, ran good routes. He got he got open a few times. Had some good balls. Like Kobe Lantman went deep. Um, and then great great throw by Cooper Potterbaum. A good run after catch too. And just you know, it, it was the old line. I had starts with them. I'll give him time too. So uh, just just well executed. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the run game. Um, how well were you guys able to move it, and how well was the offensive line blocking? And who stood out for you up front? Um, you know, uh, all all five guys up front did, did a great job. Um, uh, and Will Hilly had a great job on the D line. He was he, he's a huge player of the game. Yep. Um, and he he was in the backfield a lot. He's he's really quick, really really physical kid. You know, love watching him play. He he always stick kind of sticks out a little bit. And, you know, he moves around a lot on the O line. Um, but on that, you know, Stephen Dollar and. Um, Benami both ran very, very hard tonight. Up fifty to nothing at halftime. Um, how do you keep the guys focused so you continue to get better in the second half and and don't start losing that focus? Not that you don't go out and play, but you start maybe making some of those mental mistakes that could hurt you later in the season. Yeah, you know we gave a lot of our our two deep guys. You know they came out there the whole second half too, and um, they did a nice job. You know we got a touchdown out of them, um, and then um, you know defensively they got off the field. They, got, they had a turnover in there. Um, fourth the punt. Um, they did have one drive, but they, they, had a, they had a somewhat deep, long kickoff um, where Bryce Wiskus had a nice that touchdown saving tackle. And they had a short field, uh, converted on a fourth down, and got, and got a touchdown in there. But overall, you know, good learning experience, good good repetition because, you know, those guys are going to be called on uh, throughout the year, too. So just good, good game experience for them. Good night for special teams for you guys. Sounds like you dominated in every aspect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tommy, Tommy did a great job kicking. You know, Bryce Wiskus came in. That's a good kickoff. Uh, kicked the PAT. Oh, that was awesome to see him do that. He's, he's a he's a great work, uh, great kid for us, uh, hard worker. So it's good to see him have that success. Um, I think Chris Moore had a block punt. So that was that was awesome. And then uh, Kobe Lantman recovered uh, Tommy's uh, pooch kick into a spot too. So just good, great job seeing the kids excited out there. You know they're they're hungry to go make those plays too. And when they get the opportunity, they're they're really taking it. This group loves each other. You can tell very close knit group. Um, I'm guessing the celebration when Jace Hoffman found Nolan Simons uh, early in the fourth quarter to put you up 57 to nothing. Those older guys and those guys that get all the time probably really celebrating for those younger guys that uh, got that late touchdown. Absolutely, that, that's why the loudest heart silent was. You know, uh, uh, Jace is a great kid, does a good job, and Nolan's a senior, very hard worker. You know, um, loves football, does complete team player. Will do whatever whatever the team needs. He'll do it. Never com- never complains. Just just works hard too. So. And he's been making plays on, you know, scout team and um, special teams and stuff for us. So that, that, that was awesome to see. Coach, what do you still work on coming out of this game? Because I know as coaches, you guys always want to find something to keep everybody grounded. You want to keep getting better. So what do you need to get better on? Um, you know, defensively, we just got to work on our fits and communication and stuff like that. You know, just it can always, it can always improve, you know, um, from, from that aspect, too. And the kids have been very receptive to that. Um, offensively too, just um, keep work on timing, um, repetition. You know, because um, you know, it's, you know, we're we're to the the halfway through the season. You know, we we just got to keep getting better. That's kind of our focus. Is the guys like you know, 
um, stay humble, stay hungry, and just, just keep getting better each day. ESAC next week, I'm thinking probably homecoming for you guys. So some yep. some outside distractions, good distractions, but some, some other things for the kids to kind of have their mind on. So what are you guys looking at with ESAC? I know they lost again tonight, but what are you looking at? How do you keep the guys focused on this game? Oh, yeah, homecoming is always fun. It's always a good time of year. I'm, I I enjoy it. There's a lot of distractions, too, but tell the kids, you know, to enjoy it. But don't don't forget that test. The most important thing at the end of the homecoming is, you know, the homecoming game Friday night. You know, take care of business, too, because, you know, East Sac, they, they, they're, they're always a tough, they always, you know, they're always a good team. You know, I know the record doesn't say that, but, you know, that same thing happened last year. There was a, it was a heck of a ball game. So, you know, we'll have to be prepared, have to be ready to go for them because they're going to be excited to come play us at our homecoming. So, I think just keep their, keep their focus, you know, keep our mindset that one game at a time, take take care of the take care of the ball. We're, we're working on the little things um, for that game. And just, that just comes through um, practicing hard and um, getting back to work. Well, Coach, we appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning. Congrats again on another nice long road trip and a big victory last night. Uh, looking forward to catching up with you before that ESAC game next week. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thanks for having me. You bet. Head coach again, Ryan Steinkamp with the Kepper Knights. Again, they win 57-6 tonight over West Monona to move to 5-0 and on the season. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show right here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. It's time to discover the difference between a good tractor and a great one with the Fent 900, the ultimate row crop tractor, specifically engineered to take performance, efficiency, and operator comfort to the next level, giving you more uptime, less downtime, all the time, with a three-year full machine warranty and three years of scheduled maintenance. It's Fent, it's time, and it's here. Learn more at Fent.com. Hi, this is Lane Robinson. Visit one of our locations in Irwin, Corning, or Pocahontas, or visit us at RobinsonImplement.com, where service isn't a word, it's our number one product. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson presents Lone Star. Every little thing that you do. Lone Star. I'm already there. Make a Friday, October 21st. Legendary artist, Lone Star. It's Lone Star at Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Jefferson. Get your tickets now at the Iowa Store or wildroseresorts.com. We're back here at the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Let's talk Carol Volleyball right now. Michaela Clink, the head coach for the Tigers, joining us. And, Coach, as always, appreciate your time on this Saturday morning. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Coach, uh, you guys on the road over to Nevada here. Uh, got another tournament coming up. Seems like every weekend you guys have had a tournament so far this season. But uh, let's bounce back to last Saturday real quick. You guys hosted your tournament. Kind of your thoughts on the tournament as a whole last weekend. Yeah, um, I just don't think we showed up mentally. Um, we were there kind of maybe expecting to win a little bit since we were playing some smaller schools. Um, but we took that as a learning day, and we were ready to come back um, and play harder. And it sounds like you did that as, as we bounce ahead to, to Tuesday. You guys have traveled over to Ballard, uh, kind of a microcosm of last year in, in a way that you, you knocked off Ballard in five a year ago. You, you pick up a, a three sets to two victory against Ballard on the road the other night on Tuesday as well. What stands out for you about that, especially after dropping that first set to be able to battle back? Yeah. Um, Well, on Saturday, we were really flat, and what really stuck out for us was just our energy um, and being hungry for that win. So then Tuesday, and taking it that the kids came out a little bit more focused? 
yeah, they did. Um, they knew what they wanted. Um, we knew what we had to do to beat them. Um, we switched up our defense a little, um, and the girls really adjusted well to that. So, And then we had our hitters. Um, they made some mistakes early on, but then they were able to take that as a learning experience and um, see what's open more and to hit more aggressively. What were some of the changes you made to the defense? Um, we were just covering different areas. Um, we knew where we had our weaknesses, um, and so we focused on those. Ended up falling in the first set, but battled back and won the second set, 25-22. What was the difference, did you think, late in that second set against Ballard? Um, we were really laser-focused. Um, we were focused on um, their open spots, and then what we were doing on our side of the court, we um, aimed on controlling what we could control. Third set didn't go well, ended up losing 25-12, to 12, but it says a lot about this team to come back and take set four, 25-21, and, and then you got the fifth set, 15-13. to 13. So what did you guys talk about in between sets three and four after struggling in three to play so well in four? Yeah, um, just being, we worked so hard in that second set to come back and to um, win. So we wanted to make it worth it and just be hungry for that win. Um, and just fight for it. Coach Caitlin Aiden and Shea Sennard both had big nights swinging for you that night, uh, finishing with Shea with 14 kills and, and Caitlin Aiden with 13. What have you seen from them too, especially Caitlin, uh, Caitlin uh, just a sophomore, kind of really seeing her first varsity experience? Yeah, um, both hitters, they, both hitters haven't been uh, very experienced at the varsity level, and they were trying to work through just to find their own swing and what to make it work for them. Um, and so early on, they were kind of hitting it out or making some mistakes, but we just urged them to keep on hitting, um, and they just really powered through it, and they're, they're just becoming really mentally tough and very smart players. And your back row may be their best match of the season, just looking at numbers, averaging about 19.2 digs per set and finishing with almost 100 digs on the night. So sounded like the back row and, and the kids that play all the way around really played well for you on, on Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, they did. I'm getting goosebumps as you're talking about <laughs> it. Um, it was awesome night defensively, and um, they did a good job of reading each other and then also covering each other. Um, we had some plays where we shouldn't have gotten the ball up, but we were able to recover and get the ball back over. Who really stood out for you in the back row uh, the other night? Um, I don't think just one person did. I think just Ava, um, Ava Gross, Madison Tuning, and um, Shea Sennard, they just mesh so well with each other and um, complement each other so well, especially Shea's speed is super helpful um, with chasing down those balls that we really shouldn't get over. And 15 blocks that night. I remember talking to you last year when, when you took the job as the head coach at Carroll High, and uh, blocks and touches at the net was something that you were really wanting to push and, and work on. Uh, getting 15 of them that night is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's such a momentum changer, and um, that's how we set up our defense. So our defense starts with our blocking. Take us down the end. I know this was several days ago, but if you can remember, how did that fifth set end with you guys picking up the 15-13? I know Caitlin Aiden did get the, the, the match-ending kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I just know it was really close back and forth. We had, um, I think, a five-point lead at the beginning, um, and they caught up, and then it was just point for point um, up until the end. 
And then Caitlin, yep, she had that last kill for us, and it just kind of sealed the deal on her night. You guys uh, hosted Bondurant Farrar uh, on Thursday night, uh, ended up falling 3-1, but it sounded like in that second set, played really well in all facets of the game. Yeah, they did. Um, Bondurant is a tough program. Um, they have Hannah Ditsworth. She's one of their players from their state tournament team last year, and um, they're tough, but I think in that second match, we were able to um, match them and get them frustrated. What stood out for you about the overall performance from you guys against Bondurant? Um, our energy and our focus was a little better. Um, I think we were just struggling. We've had a long couple of weeks, and it's hard to find that energy because um, everyone's tired. But when we're focused on what we want in the end, um, that really helped us out last night. And, Coach, you guys got to be back at it. We mentioned headed over to Nevada today. Uh, always a strong tournament. What's your pool look like today in Nevada? Yeah, we have Des Moines Christian, Lake Mills, and Glenwood. So um, three strong programs that we're up against. What are you hoping to take away from today? Um, I'm hoping to get our defense um, smoothed out a little bit more. Um, we're still a little hesitant on the new things that we're doing. Um, and just so our girls can gain that confidence and then go out and be ready for next week. Well, Coach, I appreciate you joining us here today. Best of luck over in Nevada. Get some rest this weekend as well. But uh, appreciate you joining us. Looking forward to seeing you next week. Yes, thank you. You bet. Head coach again, uh, Michaela Klink with the uh, Carroll Volleyball Team. Back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show next year on KCIM. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Attention truck drivers in Carroll and Corning locations. We know there's a lot of opportunity out there for you to work. You want full-time work with excellent pay, overtime, paid holidays, vacation days, because you're worth it. Well, Darling Ingredients is looking for drivers in their Carroll and Corning locations. This is excellent opportunity for you. Get great health insurance, dental, vision, life, 401k, and more. Plus, you're home every night. If you have a Class A or B CDL, call 402-417-5975 and find out that you're worth a lot more to Darling Ingredients. Rusty Wintermouth, the head volleyball coach with the uh, Kemper Knights, joining us here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. Knights continuing to play outstanding volleyball in the rankings, picking up a CYO championship last weekend. Coach, uh, nice to have you back after a, a week where you weren't able to uh, join us. Lonnie Miller filled in for you last week, but uh, good to hear the voice again, and thanks for joining us here today. I appreciate it. It is starting to come back, but I listened to you and Lonnie the other day uh, on that Saturday, and I thought, Man, Lonnie and, and uh, Mr. Blankman, they sound way smarter than myself <laughs> and Mr. Blankman. So I think you're getting the worst end of the deal, but I appreciate Coach Miller stepping in. And and uh, he just has a natural, I think he has a natural radio voice, and he seemed very calm and collected. And, 
He enjoyed it. He enjoyed talking about volleyball with you. He did. Well, his years of doing play-by-play in the scoreboard show for us on Friday night probably helped him with that and all the years of doing color. So I've known Lonnie for a long, long time. But, Coach, first, congrats on on getting the voice back. Second, congrats on that CYO championship. Some really big wins. Uh, Galen Catholic, Helan, St. Mary's dropped the first set to all of them but able to come back and win the next two to get that CYO championship. What stood out for you about how you guys and the girls played on Sunday? Well, first of all, I was very nervous going into that because we're taking on uh, number seven Galen Catholic in 1A and heard a lot of good things from them over the last several years. And then you're taking on Bishop Heelan, number seven in 4A. Repson St. Mary's was rated early in the year, but they were scrappy out watching video. We played well in that first match, which we have not played well in the first match since we've started this year. And when we came out and played in that first match against Garrigan, I thought, boy, I like the way we're flowing. I like, I, you know, I should have knocked on wood, but it was fun to watch them start to show a lot of the things that they had started to, to do. Uh, the, the free ball offense was coming quicker. Um, our serve receive was it's probably the best serve receive we had up to that point uh, for the season. And then we stepped into Galen Catholic, and boy, we played him in their gym, and and but it was like a night game for them because they had a really nice crowd there for it. We came out in that first one. And I thought, boy, this is not the same team that just got done playing. We're struggling in these small areas. And then we would talk about it, and you know we didn't we didn't get stopped, but we played close. And then all of a sudden, game two and three, it was like there, there was they had more fight in them, and they just solved the serve-receive problem, um, and we really um, we, we did a better job of getting at a lot more. We're calling them contested in contact and contested in controlling the game or the ball because when we played game two and three, I thought, okay, we're all right. We're doing fine, and uh, won that second one. Then the third one, we step in and play Rems and St. Mary's, and out of any team that we've had this year, that is a team that did not let the ball hit the floor. And we just did a better job of continuing to come after them. Yeah, we lost the first game to them. But I wasn't nervous going into the game two and three with them because I knew we would bounce back. We got, Then we jumped into Bishop Helan, And we came out and served really well uh, the first game. And all the games, really. But we served really well, and it was competitive, back and forth. We had an opportunity. We were 24-23, had a chance to win it. And... Uh, they just they found a way to hit it over the block. We bounced back and forth, lost 24-26, so it was a fun, and I knew we were going to be okay. We were competitive. We were going to be okay. And uh, game two, it was like something turned on because we found every little phase that we could do, we did it better and just outpaced them and outhit them and outdug them. But we served really well. We made them – we made them attack from the back row and deeper in their in their setup. Uh, they had to do a lot of out-of-the-system stuff, which helped us. And in the third game, it was like it, we just continued, and it was so fun to watch them celebrate when they would get a block or celebrate when they would get an ace. And when we got done, you know, Coach Miller and Coach uh, Butel, one of the things we said is they're getting there. They're starting to show that they can get there. It was a fun day. Very nervous going into it. 
feel better about what we're starting to see, but we know we're not there. Uh, so Sunday was very special to those kids because it's they hadn't won it for four years, I think. Coach, three players named to the all-tournament team up there. Uh, Sophie baiting Lauren Bell and Ashland baiting Ashland also uh, this week, uh, becoming the all-time assist leader uh, in Kemper volleyball history. So congratulations. Uh, great young lady and outstanding volleyball player, and that's quite an honor. Yeah, it is. And to be honest with you, um, I didn't, as a coach, I don't know why I didn't pay attention to it, but it was brought to my attention. And, and uh she jumped ahead of, and I apologize, I probably don't know the girl's name, but um, i got to find it here, but it was a um, young lady that had 2,500 um, assists over her four years, and for Ashland to be very consistent, and for Ashland to set the record by changing to a 6-2 really shows the ability and the talent that she has because obviously you go down to the 6-2, you lose half your sets. And But she has been able to um, explore and, and find success with a lot more kills out of kids, a lot more attack kills out of kids that um, I think has really helped her because she's become really smart about who to get the ball to. Um, so, you know, for her to get the record by going to, and going down to a 6-2, I think that's a, that is something that says a lot about her knowledge of the game and her desire to be successful. She's, she's a fun kid to grow with. Absolutely. Got a chance to coach her a little bit and some club stuff. So uh, really have a lot of respect for her and, and her setting ability. Coach, I got to ask it. I'm going to say it kind of jokingly. You guys went down to Atlantic on Tuesday, swept both Shenandoah and Atlantic. That was some people's pick to win the Hawkeye 10, but you guys went down and took care of business. We only got about a minute to talk about that I, one, I but good win for you guys on Tuesday night. It, it was, and it was. I was nervous for that because I wanted to see how we would respond after four days on Sunday, four games on Sunday. But here's the: you made that comment about conference champions. That was the bulletin board material, and these girls didn't know it until we got ready to play Atlantic. And I said, "Need you to understand something: that team across there was going to win the conference championship. You need to have a say in what's going to happen." And they were like, it was like it turned on a switch. Like, no, that's not, that's not who, that we're going to prove that we are the better team, and that they were wrong, that we were picked, that we were picked to finish third. And you could just see that mentality flow out of them from right to get go. Um, Atlantic has some nice kids, and we just we that bulletin board material helped them out, I believe. Well, Coach, congratulations on another great week. Certainly appreciate you joining us here today. Best of luck coming up over at Roland Story. Nick Brinks will have that Roland Story matchup out of that quad you guys are heading to coming up on Monday. So appreciate you joining us. Have a great weekend. All right. You as well. Thank you, sir. You bet. Head Coach Rusty Wintermount again with the Kemper Volleyball Team back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM. 
Start your new career in aerospace. Located in Carroll, Collins Aerospace is hiring for machinists and manufacturing technicians to make parts for airplanes and helicopters. We offer competitive wages, including a $3,000 sign-on bonus and exceptional benefits. At Collins, you'll work with CNC machines and advanced manufacturing technologies in a safe, clean, and climate-controlled work environment. Apply online at jobs.collinsaerospace.com. Collins Aerospace, we make flight possible. Since 1933, Dries Company has been proud to serve the Carroll area's appliance, HVAC, plumbing, and electrical needs. And now it's time to celebrate. Join Dries Company from September 22nd through the 29th as we celebrate the grand reopening of our expanded office on Carroll Street. Door prizes daily, as well as some amazing vendors, totally rolled ice cream, sweets by Janelle, wow donuts, Marlene's cakes, and more. Make sure to follow us on Facebook to see all the fun things that we have planned. Dries Company Open House Celebration, September 22nd through the 29th. MC Country Cafe Coaches Show rolling on on this Saturday morning. Thomas Nelson, the head cross country coach for the Kemper Knights, joining us here. And Coach, appreciate your time on this Saturday morning. I always enjoy being here. Coach, uh, kind of an odd week for you guys. Originally scheduled to run at uh, at uh, Tri-Center on uh, Tuesday. They ended up moving that meet to Thursday due to the you know nearly 100-degree temperatures that were scheduled for, for Tuesday. Um, so you guys ended up not running because you're headed on your way this morning down to Harlan for a big meet down there this morning that you guys will be in getting underway here uh, just after 9 o'clock with the middle school kids. So, Coach, uh, no, no meets to talk about, so let's talk about the focus on practice this week especially after you knew you weren't going to be running on Tuesday um what'd you guys you know kind of do this week to get everybody ready for today well you know first off our, our kids were really bummed uh that they couldn't run Tuesday um just because of the heat um they were really excited we'd had a good meet our, our last meet so they were ready to go we couldn't do it so you know we had to adapt uh we took advantage of that and, and did some interval work so working on our, our on our pacing and trying to increase our race pace as we're really kind of coming down to the last, you know, four or five weeks of the season here. Um, so the weather outside of Tuesday really uh, helped us out a lot because it cooled down. We were able to get out on the track, uh, run some repeat thousands and 800. Um, and, and the kids, you know, I, I thought just did a really phenomenal job with it. Uh, they dug in, uh, showed a lot of grit. And uh, we got a, a couple really good workouts in this week. And uh, I know I and, and the kids are really excited uh, for this meet in Harlem today. I get the sense, Coach, that uh, this team about right where you want them to be at this point of the season. Yeah, you know, knock on wood, uh, <laughs> they, they uh, are, are doing pretty much everything we hope they'd be doing right now. Um, and the trajectory and path we're on, I think right now looks really positive uh, for our meets uh, as our season starts to wind down over the next month. Um, you know, I, I think today's meet uh, is going to be the best indicator uh, of you know what we need to do uh, to get better than in the last four weeks because we're seeing all these teams that we're going to compete with at conference and a lot of these teams that we'll probably see at districts too uh, with your Atlantics, your Glenwoods, uh, your Harlands, your Lewis Centrals potentially. Um, so this gives us a really good opportunity. You know, not often in football, do you, or sorry, not often in cross country, uh, do you get to just you know kind of compete directly against a team that you think you might see later. Um, and this is our first opportunity to do that a lot against a lot of these Hawkeye 10 teams. So uh, our, our kids are ready to go, and I, I'm really excited to see what we uh, do today. Coach, let's start off with the girls then. What are you hoping to gauge from today? What are you expecting to see? Well, um, Marie gets some really good competition, um, and, and Julie is well up top. 
Uh, Glenwood's got uh, three to four really solid runners uh, to round out there. Atlanta's got, Atlantic's got Ava Rush. Uh, you know, they've got Pellet, uh, who's really good too. Um, so uh, I think we're really going to see where Marie uh, and, and Julia can kind of land in that group of girls. We're hoping, you know, top 10, a top 20 finish for those two. Um, and I think that'd be a really good thing. And then the rest of our, you know, the back end of our varsity squad, we're hoping we start to get more time down into 26 and 27. Um, and if we can do that, that's going to allow us to uh, hopefully compete with, you know, a couple other Hawkeye 10 teams. Coach, have you guys found some girls kind of in a way that run about their pace to be able to kind of get them lined up with and get them to kind of run with them or push them to maybe get a little faster today? Yeah, you know, I, I think Florinda's got two girls, uh, three girls, uh, Hartley, uh, Hinky, and Hunter. Um, that that would be pretty good. I think Hartley and Marie will have a really good battle and, and Hinky there. Uh, and then if Julia can can run with a Hunter girl, I, I think that'd be kind of a good barometer for where, where they need to be. Um, at, at the same time, you know, Marie and Julia both are really confident in their pacing. Like they, They've just got to be uh, comfortable running their own race. Uh, and, and knowing, hey, uh, once we get to that two-mile mark, they have the strength to finish. And if that means going and uh, gaining ground and, and uh, taking over some girls, that, that's what they'll do. Coach, on the boys' side of things, how does this uh, course you're going to be running at the country club today, how does it fit the boys' runners? Uh, I think it fits them really well. Um, I, I think Jake especially. Um, you know, Jake and Ryan both – relatively long legs for, for built for runners. Um, I, I think the flat course is going to allow them to get out and then hit their stride quickly. Um, they're not going to have to worry too much, you know, about a quick cutoff at the start, kind of like at Panora where we went into the woods right away. So they'll be able to get out and within the first about 300 meters, be able to hit their race pace, get comfortable, uh, and then just groove for the next two miles and then really start pushing it that last mile, which they're both really good at. Um, and, and they've got, you know, again, Really solid competition. There's probably about 15 boys there uh, to 20 uh, that, you know, they're, they're going to get to see uh, exactly how we measure up. And I know they're both excited for that. I know Jake, especially uh, after missing our last meet, is really ready to go. So uh, I can't wait to see what they have for us. Coach, you've been running some freshmen at the varsity level most of this year and pretty much the entire season, I should say. Um, how have you seen those guys grow? What are you looking from them for today? Um. Our, our big thing uh, with our freshmen now uh, is can they get, you know, there are a lot, a lot of teams that I think we can get uh, four of them, you know, ahead of the fifth runner um, on other teams. Like, can we, can we put four kids before Lewis Central's fifth? Um, that, that, that'd be really, really big for us uh, as far as scoring. Um, and, and I think, you know, those guys, your, your Fletch, your Thomas, uh, David and Jacob, they're really competitive. Um, so we will have kind of some tags for them of, hey, we need you ahead of this runner. And our parents do a really good job of uh, updating kids. You know, you can only be so many places on a, on a cross-country course at once. Uh, and our, our parents help count for us and let kids know, hey, we need this guy. You got to get this guy. And, and Fletch last meet did a really good job running some kids down. Um, and, and we're looking, we're going to be looking forward to seeing that again uh, on this meet. Well, I tell you what, Coach, looking forward to finally getting a chance to see you guys run this year. I'll see you down in Harlan a little later this morning. I know you've got a busy morning, so we appreciate you joining us here today. Best of luck, and we'll see you a little bit later on. Thank you very much. You bet. Head Coach Thomas Nelson again with the Kipper Cross Country Team. More from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show coming up next here on KCIM.
You don't farm just for you. There's generations before you and generations to come after. You live up to a legacy as much as you build one for the future to come. That's why the all-new Gleaner S9 Series Combine Blend Technology and know-how gives you the very best in control, comfort, and combine performance. It's the next generation of Gleaner for the next generation of farming. Visit one of our locations in Irwin, Corning, or Pocahontas, or visit us online at robinsonimplement.com. The all-new S9 Series from Gleaner, built with farmer in mind. It's that time of the year for comfort food, and you can always count on MC's Cafe for just that, along with fast, friendly service. Whether you're stepping in for a rich cup of coffee or their delicious daily special, stop in today and try a slice of homemade pie, a cup of soup, or their all-day breakfast. MC's Country Cafe, your stop for great food. Locally owned and operated for over 25 years, MC's is located on Highway 30 East, in Carroll. Deb Danner, the girl swim coach with the Carroll Tigers, joining us on this Saturday morning here on the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. The Tigers won event over the last week, headed to Marshalltown, of course, last week and had a, a good day overall. Again, smaller team this year, so not a lot of team points. But, Deb, before we talk about that, appreciate you joining us here on this Saturday morning as you guys get ready to head to Des Moines Lincoln today as well. Yeah, great. It's always great to be here. Coach, you mentioned uh, last weekend you guys went over to Marshalltown where they host the state meet, so it's a great experience for the kids to be able to get a kind of swim where the state meet were, will be at, and, and maybe for some of the younger kids or kids that haven't been there yet, uh, that's got to be a really nice experience. Oh, definitely, yeah. It just gives them a nice little uh, experience in the pool, um, getting to know the walls, getting to know uh, you know how it's going to work for backstroke and all that, so yeah, it, it's it's nice to be able to do that for them looking at some of the teams that were over there coach a really good competition Johnston won it followed by Lewis Central who you swam against uh, to start this season so uh, competition really good over there this year yeah um, competition was real good over there this year um, there were some real solid swims going on uh, so yeah you know our girls are aware of what's out there now and and they know they need to step things up a little bit and hopefully we can do that i know when i got your email with the results on saturday last week you were really excited and happy about the way amelia holt does swam um uh, set a couple of uh, dropping times anyway in, in two events for her the 50 and 100 freestyle what went so well uh for amelia on saturday yeah, it, it just uh, clicked for her. Um, you know, we had some really good practices, and, and she was just ready to do it. Uh, you know, it, it's sometimes they're hit and miss meets, but, um, you know, she had a good one, and that's great for her. What Did everything go well? Because I know you guys worked on starts, you worked on turns. I'm assuming those parts of her swim went really well for her. Oh, definitely, yeah. You know, she, she did a fantastic job. Um Will she get faster yet? Yep, absolutely. Um, <laughs> she has to get faster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, the things we worked on, we saw those happening at the meet. So, yeah, I mean, you know, everything went really well. And, you know, we're always working on everything every day. So, um, you know, things will get better. What'd you see from Emma Myers? Um, took third in the 200 IM and in the 100 breaststroke last weekend. Um, how is she swimming right now? 
Yeah, she's doing pretty good. Um, we've been working on her brush stroke quite a bit, uh, trying to get her rhythm down again. Um, she kind of lost her rhythm a little bit, but uh, we seem to be getting it back. It looked a whole lot better. Um, well, you know, we just keep on working on it. And, uh, you know, her IM is, is, you know, it's getting stronger and stronger all the time. It, it's kind of a difficult event. Uh, you know, it, it, it's all four strokes, and, and transitioning through all four strokes is can be a little bit challenging. So um, she's doing a fantastic job with that. And Haley Burns got you another top 10 finish in the 100 fly. What, what's been impressive with Haley and the way she swam this year? Because she also helped the 200 freestyle relay team uh, finish up in fourth place for you. Right. Um, yeah, you know, she just was, she just went out strong in her fly. I mean, it was great to see. Um, you know, we're always working on her technique on the fly. Um, but yeah, she, she just had a really good, she felt good that day and, and swam her heart out. So, um, you know, it, it was just really good to see. Got it. I can't let you go on, on what happened last Saturday until we talk a little Ella Perry, five seconds off of her 100 backstroke. Uh, what was so successful about what happened with Ella on Saturday? Yeah, you know, we just worked on starts, worked on turns, um, and, and that was a huge thing for her. Um, you know, we hadn't really worked on backstroke starts, so, um, you know, that that's just, you know, a good start will for sure make a huge difference. So, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we can get a little bit better on the starts yet and drop a little more time. Des Moines Lincoln coming up uh, this uh, today later on 11:30 or so the start time of the event. Um, what are you looking at? Uh, what's the competition like? And what are you hoping to see from your girls here today? Yeah, I'm just looking for a little more time drop. Um, you know, maybe be a little ahead of where we were last year at this time. And uh, um, you know, there's going to be some good competition. Obviously, uh, Des Moines Lincoln. Uh, will do very well against us. Um, Boone has done well against us and, and looking to see if maybe we can uh, take out Boone this time. And uh, we'll see, you know, it, it's just um, depends on how they're feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Any changes to the lineup and relays today from last week or, or are those things fairly well set at this point? Yeah, no, we uh, changed up our relays a little bit, looking to try and uh, beef up our medley relay a little bit. So hopefully we got a good little combination going, and, and we're going to find out today how well that does. <laughs> well, Coach, as always, appreciate your time. I know you got a busy day. So best a lot coming up today at Des Moines Lincoln, and, and always uh, looking forward to seeing how the girls did and chatting with you about it coming up next week. Great, thank you. You bet. Head Coach Deb Danner again with the Carroll Girls Swim Team. We'll be back with more from the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show. That's right here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the 
the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text FLASH to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text SLASH to 321321. That's SLASH to 321-321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Time to wrap up the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show for this Saturday morning. Thanks again to Craig Rowetter of the Carroll football team, Ryan Steinkamp from the Kemper football team, Michaela Klink from the Carroll volleyball team, Rusty Wintermote from the Kemper volleyball team, Thomas Nelson from the Kemper cross country team, and Deb Danner from the Carroll Grills swim team for all joining us here this morning. Uh, got some local sports coming up for you again today. Um, volleyball Carroll's at the Nevada Invite. Uh, that starts at 8.30 this morning or started at 8.30 this morning. Carroll Grills swim team heads to the Des Moines Lincoln Invite at 11.30 this morning and Kemper cross country down at Harlan Middle School getting underway at 9.00. 9 o'clock this morning. And again, we'll have recap stories uh, for all of last night's uh, football games and for all of today's swimming, cross country, and volleyball. Should get most of that posted probably sometime on Sunday. Just check out the Brinks Exterior Sports Report at sports.1380kcim.com. Thanks to Mark and everybody down at MC's hosting the show again. Thank you for tuning in. I'm headed down to Harlan for that cross country this afternoon or this morning. And again, I appreciate you tuning in. Have a great weekend, everybody. And thanks for listening to the MC Country Cafe Coaches Show here on KCIM.